Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Friday, December 4th, and this is episode 243 of the Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely... Hey guys, Avi Ale here, how you doing? I'm pretty good, Avi, how are you? <laughs> oh, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do. I know words good. Words good talk bad what um thank you all so much for joining us here tonight on this lovely cool december evening a quick programming announcement to start out the episode avi and i have had some discussions about it recently lots and, and lots of talking this isn't like a quick decision we have made the choice to change to a bi-weekly or every other week podcast uh, the number one reason we're making this change is it just doesn't feel like there's enough content coming from the game on a consistent enough basis to do a weekly show on it right now. Yeah, we're scraping the barrel here. <laughs> uh, we both think uh, we can make a more creative and frankly just a better show by scaling back the quantity and trying to up the quality a little bit on these shows. Like sex. Give me quantity. No, quality. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, one of the reasons I started doing a podcast was because I was feeling real uncreative and in a rut. And I'm kind of feeling the same way again. Um, So I want to try my hand at more videos about Final Fantasy XIV for YouTube. And I just don't seem to be able to do the weekly and the YouTube videos because I've tried and I don't have the time for yeah, it. Yeah, he gets like, it's just too much. I can't keep up. And so then then the, the YouTube ideas always get to the wayside because the podcast has to be done on Friday. And Avi's also working on a project as well, and she's in the very beginning creative stages of it. Well, as you guys know, like, so I started doing the podcast with Pete, and it's always been like his project that I've supported him on, and which I love, and I love you guys, and I have fun doing it, but it is ultimately his project. And I usually have something creative that I'm working on. And it's very hard to have something I'm creatively working on when I'm still trying to support this. And I, I feel like I can't put my whole energy into it. And so eventually the pl- I'm, I'm creating a food-focused, actually, YouTube channel. Uh, this is the first time I've talked about it with anyone other than, like, family and best friends. Um, if you guys know, uh, I've kind of mentioned I have, like, dietary issues, IBS, this kind of whole thing. And so uh, I've been living the past three years on the what's called the low FODMAP diet, which is a it's a very it's a lot of research that's gone into it that gives a lot of relief to people who suffer from IBS. And I kind of want to share my journey, share my favorite products, share my cooking tips. So I'm actually going to do a YouTube channel um, as well. And I'm really, really excited to do that with you guys. So what's going to happen is Um, I'm not quite ready to launch it. We literally had this idea on Thanksgiving day we're driving up. So I'm, I'm in the research mode right now to get everything together. Um, but it's going to eventually be like one week you get podcast. The next week we're going to put out one of my YouTube videos. So Pete's going to support me on my project as well. So it'll be, I'm, I'm actually really excited and I feel very, almost started crying at work today when I was telling my coworker about how loved and supported I feel with this because I've been here for Peter to like really do Who this the with fuck him. Is Peter? <laughs> and I just, I just love that he's acknowledging that I need, I need something of my own right now and, and that we're going to both get to finally have something 
creative that we work on at the same time rather than he supports me and then I support him and we take turns. So I told her she could make this hers, but she didn't want to. It's not my thing. It's not something I would I would do on my own. It's something I do with you. Um, <laughs> sorry. But um, I'm really, really excited. Uh, so... Uh, hopefully we'll we'll share some some stuff with you guys as it gets closer to it. I actually just bought some uh, Cyber Monday deals of some really nice lights because food and lights are kind of important and a, and a kind of cheapy mic. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. I fully expect the first few videos to suck, but uh, I'll share more like the name and stuff with you guys later. So it's always a little long, but I'm really excited. I'm like really excited. Uh, I have a lot of ideas um, and I really hope that you guys like at wow. least come by and say hi. <laughs> Drink about Eorzea is any, uh, you know, foreshadowing for what those videos could be. It's going to be way better. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. <laughs> those are horrible. Those are the best videos ever. Horrible. Dozens of you thought so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's our announcement. Uh, I know some of you might not be happy with this decision, but I think it's going to be very good for us because... I don't know. I, I guess we could have just changed up the podcast a little bit to feel more creative, but I think uh, you needed to do your own thing. I needed to do something a little bit different to change it up to flex my uh, creative muscles a little bit. And we're not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. We're that's, still here. I think that's the big thing about it, too, is it was kind of an acknowledgement of, you know, you're leading toward it feeling stale. And if you continue to do something when it feels like that, you you may not continue to do it. And so by shaking things up with the YouTube that Pete wants to work on is going to be an extension of She Heals I Tank. Uh, so you'll just be getting more contact, content in different sort of mediums. So Yeah, and definitely like early on in the podcast, I wanted to do it more like for creative writing exercises. Mm. And then I realized that I can't make Avi read what I write. <laughs> Because I don't talk like you. Because <laughs> she won't play a character either. <laughs> nope. Um, so then it became I am more not just, your puppet good, just sir. more conversational. So I'm hoping I can do a little more uh, comedy and stuff in the YouTube videos. So I'm excited about so that. So if you're doing something you need me to read a character, <laughs> I can do that for you. I love you enough to do that for you. But that's not me talking that's as me. what it was. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully everyone understands. And hopefully we... Uh, evolve a little bit more and come up with an even better show for you uh but if you're unhappy it's understandable if you want to move your sub to a channel that does it every week i hope you do and i hope i become good enough to win that back that's well you uh, might end up streaming on friday still i'm over there writing outlines and stuff for my project maybe <laughs> we don't know and we the, don't know the stream schedule is staying the same we're not scaling back any of our uh, raid nights or anything like that so we're definitely still going to be around, just not a got, podcast. And we week. have a full raid group and new raids, like yep. content. I've actually never done the high-end raid content, like the like the Alexander and stuff, like with a raid team when it was new. So this is actually new for me. So I'm kind of excited. We might end up actually like right now, Pete's stream, we do Tuesday, Wednesday. We might just do Tuesday, Thursday. So it's both of us. Yeah. So it's more of us together. Uh, but we'll see. But I'm still really, really wonderful. And and uh, thank you, Crumpet. I, the Upkalu is still talking for Pete. Yes. It is a, it's the miniature Pete. I love that minion. But, yeah. but uh, with that being said, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Yay, because we took a break for <laughs> got, a week. Got it's a so of, amazing. Oh, we took a break like right before our live letter. <laughs> because of Thanksgiving. No, it's because of the every other week thing. <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, we always love to thank our subs. And since it's the first episode of the month, we thank all of our subs that are recurring subs as well. Uh, Avi, can you take this first half? 
No. Shit, I had to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> I uh, mean, I can if you want. We but got... It's like, why? Do you want me to? No, I got you still it. to sneeze? It, it went Are away. You holding it in? It went away. Did you swallow it? It went. We got uh, Phila Lillibert for two months. Uh, Demacase <laughs> for five months. Zalbag, eight, five months. Spookatron, six months. Exterminate, eight months. Batkiddo, one, eight months. Esperidolon, eight months. Kitsune Claire, nine months. Unlucky Assassin, ten months. Heavy Martillery, eleven. Scott Matrix, eleven. Wait, why are you changing up how you say it? You normally say the number once and then all the names. I forget. <laughs> Allura for real, thirteen. Agitated Salamander, 13, and Johnny Smith Apple, 14. Now at 15 months, we have Ursa Laser and Mieko, 14th, FF14. 16 months, we have Sweezy, keeping on with that tier 3 sub. Thank you so much. And Raw Chicken Baguette. And hey, how'd you get in there, Avi? Hey, I might um, sub so that I can use the emotes I designed on my phone. 17 <laughs> months, we have King of Nokos, Mog Moxie, and Voxna7. At 23 months, we have Ace Kaneki with that tier 2. At 24 months, 2 years, we have Shintir and Broly489. Coming in at 31 months, we have Moderator Extraordinaire KK McLeod. Boop, boop. At 34 months, we have Aurori. At 39 months, we have Sorceress 180. And coming in at the big 4-0 oh Hobby's God. age, the real hot chili pepper. Yeah, I, I need so okay, actually, you know what? You know how people put items that like you can gift us below the stream? We don't do that. No, I know. But I saw this little toy that was like a unicorn and in its mouth it would like shoot out rainbow balls. And I really just wish I had it at you. So I actually want to like add something below the stream that is things you can buy for me to throw at Pete. Lots of plushies. I love this idea so much that I might put this into effect because I can log into it. And we have a cat on top of the computer. Yeah. With our stream lights, he found out he can project his shadow onto the wall, <laughs> and then he gets up on my computer and plays with his shadow. He plays, but he makes shadow puppets. Bushami, you are amazing. <sighs> He's looking at me right now, like yeah, I know. Don't move him. He's gonna turn off my computer. <laughs> um, let's get into the show, Avi. Let's start with everyone's favorite segment: Greenleaf Minute. <laughs> I just wanted to turn the camera around and capture Buscemi playing with the shadow puppets on camera, but then he turned and started smelling the cable. So that's why my, my singing was not good. That was that was really funny. All right. So it's the Greenleaf Minute, and this week's Greenleaf Minute is more of a tip, like a, a tip that was shared in our Discord by Fenris. Thank you, Fen. Just um, the tip. Just the tip. Uh, it was actually on Reddit a couple weeks ago. It's a tip regarding spatial awareness uh which i think is actually kind of cool <laughs> you can see Buscemi. um so uh if you head to the crystarium the you'll notice actually there's little square tiles throughout the ground um just not anything special when you really think about it but what's really cool about these particular like they're like stone tiles is that each one of them actually measures a single yelm so essentially what you can do is use these squares to visualize the range of your various AOE abilities. So if you don't know like, oh, okay, this ability has a, a range of 15 yalms, but you don't actually know how far 15 yalms is in game, it's actually like way more than a foot. Like if you stand your character next to those squares, it's not like a yalm, it's not like a foot of yeah. your character. It's more like two feet. 
Um, it's like a yard. It, it's 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 pretty big actually. So what you can do is you can go into the the areas in Crystarium with these square tiles, and then raise your camera so it's directly above you, and then you'll be able to see this. So um, the only issue really is that unfortunately the main cities are not combat zones so you're only going to be able to use the abilities that you can currently use outside of combat uh, but it's still a wonderful reference for you to get an idea of that scale um, and when I told Pete that I was going to share this as a Greenleaf Minute this week the look he gave me was like why I don't understand how this helps anyone and then I remembered that the melee tank in him doesn't really get how helpful it is he's like I'm in my melee range I do my AoE I know it's going to hit them like this is totally fine um, but if you heal or perhaps play a support job, then you want to make sure that your character is standing in a location where the buffing or healing abilities that you're doing are going to hit the entire party. So that's why it's really important for you to actually understand visually how far that is, because, you know, not everyone necessarily has that kind of spatial awareness in real life, let alone in game. So uh, talking about yourself again. Mm hmm. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, the screen leaf minutes for you if you want to get an idea of that. I actually I thought it was kind of cool to, to see it because you can know a yalm is three feet, a yalm is a yard, um, but it's different to actually see something that you know is a yalm next to your character and next to your abilities and actually see it kind of mathematically out. You can even screenshot it and then like count count the yalms and see exactly how far it goes. So I thought that was kind of cool. Crumpet says, also small fact, Lalafell's smallest size is actually one Yalm exactly. Exactly. I don't know if that's true, but if it's true, then we should have just called the Yalms Lalas. I mean, we're just Lalms. Lalas. Lom, Lom. Thank no. you for that, Avi. Now we'll get to sure. Avi's favorite part of the show. It's the tweet of the week. It is the tweet of the week, and this one comes from, hey, yo, Renee. Uh, and they wrote... <laughs> Sorry. The range. Thank you for making 2020 more bearable to uh, they listed out four other podcasts and ourselves because we made it onto their top five of podcasts. Uh, so I'm I'm very happy that we made it up there. With, that was amazing. Uh, I think I don't know if the same person shared this in Discord. We, we it got posted a few times from different people. I'm so happy that we were in people's people's top five. Top five like I think it was Monday because I was like, ugh, work. Oh my god. And like it was just such a sweet wonderful thing to to realize especially like to know we were going to announce that we're going every other week it made me feel a little guilty i was so like we're I, in people's I, top fives and now we're going every other week <laughs> this is something that uh, spotify does like at the end of the year they yeah. give you stats on what you listen to the most and stuff like that so thank you all for listening we really appreciate we do. it that is and thank you for sharing that with us because you as a content creator you kind of assume no one's listening Except the people that you directly interact with, you try not to, but it does. It starts to feel that way sometimes because if you don't hear from the people, then you don't know the people are there. So uh, it's really wonderful. So I always you. try to assume a million people are listening. I can tell, especially on those drunk episodes. Yeah, millions of people. Yeah, so true. All right, there was some news and notes from around the realm this week, Avi. Around the realm. Around the realm, big news this week, a live letter 61, I believe, which was part... What are you going to do when it's live letter 69? Are you going to like freak out? Are you going to have to make it like the whole episode's like... <laughs> no, I'm just going to make you say it and just say nice. The whole time? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, this was part two. Just going to be nice. That's what Chili said. The name of the episode will be nice. <laughs> 
perfect. This was part two of the preview for patch 5.4. <laughs> and we're getting it soon. Next Tuesday, December 8th, is going to be a 24-hour maintenance. So the servers will be coming down early Monday morning on the 7th. So if you're trying to get that yokai uh, event finished, you need to do it before like Monday at 3 a.m. Hey, Pete, you want to do it on my character so you can rush it out and Hell see what no. it's like on someone else's character Hell since you're not doing it on yours that way? no. You sure? I haven't done any of it. Hell no. You'd be starting from scratch. You could really push yourself in the game and see how quickly you could actually get it done. Maybe I stuttered, but hell no. <laughs> well, you've been saying you're, like, you're going to give away your gill to see how quickly you can make it back. I'm trying to give you more content. Yeah, I'm giving away my gill. I'm not giving away my freedom. <laughs> you know you did that already with the crafting title. Uh, I thought you were going to make a joke and say when we got married. No. <laughs> I let you do what you want. Just not uh, with the house. <laughs> so I'm not free. It's like jail to me. <laughs> Uh, I think we should start what we're both most excited for, Avi. Let's not do everything in the order that they went over it in the live letter or the patch notes or anything like that. Oh, actually, and speaking of, uh, Crumpet just said, which means technically Sunday is realistically the last day for you to do Shiva Unreal. That is true. That is true. So, so does that pony go away? Shiva Unreal didn't have a pony. It had the pony that you bought with the fox. Well, that wasn't really like a Shiva I know, pony but you person. know, you should have used logic in your brain and know that there's only one pony you can get via Shiva Unreal and like gotten there. I believe that is an Unreal It'll reward. still be there. Not specific to yeah. Shiva. It's so I still feel like they should have had one that was specific to each Unreal. Like, I feel like that just would have been really like. You wouldn't have got it, though. I know I wouldn't. So yeah, you guys, like I'm legit going into this blind. Like I didn't pre-read any of the things. Um, so bad. So yeah, we're both the most excited for the new Unreal trial, which is going to be Titan. I'm so excited for that. Which, I really am. By the way, when you asked me what do I want and what do I expect last episode, I said, at first I was like, I don't know if I really expect it, but I was like, you know, I expect Titan. And that's what we're getting. So once again, I'm Well, right. we were worried it wasn't going to be... This is like the only time in life you get to be right is like on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's not controlled. <laughs> um, we were worried that it wasn't going to be Titan because they had, you know, were worried with how difficult people found Shiva. And so we were worried that they were going to change the order of it because of that or, you know, and hopefully it doesn't get too dumbed down because I loved Titan and I want it to be really difficult again. And I don't want our raid group to be all like i don't want to do unreal and i'll be like well you're sure to shut up or we're just gonna dodge some pancakes because well yoshi big boy yoshida says shiva unreal was a joke compared to this yes so yoshida's thrown down the gauntlet it's gonna be hard gonna have to actually pay attention and they're keeping it so that when you get knocked off the edge you're dead for the rest of the fight which i agree with because that's not the original. If they're trying to make these like hard, as hard as they were when they first came out by upping the difficulty with the skills that people have now, you can't take that away. That was like one of the major issues where you're like, God damn it, the, the tank just fell, the healer fell, just wipe. They should roll it even further back where you don't even get to see the view of the fight anymore. God, and, and you, you just have to You stay. can't even learn the mechanics. You're just on the ground looking at your dead body. <laughs> In the lava. In the lava. Like, oh, and then it was always fun when somebody fell, like, next to you. And you're like, hey, Pete, you're dead, too. Nice. <laughs> KK McLeod says, yeah, they need to increase the server lag, too. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, they have to. <laughs> it's not the same if you don't do that by far. <laughs> um, 
So you will need to have completed uh, the fantastic Mr. Fox quest to unlock this. That's the one you already did for Shiva Unreal. So if you were doing Shiva Unreal, you're good to go. Nothing else you have to do. You can just queue for it. I'm legit, like literally talking about this right now. I'm legitimately excited. I'm, I'm... Yeah, I think there's definitely a big nostalgia factor for us in this one. Yeah. This was kind of like the first hard content uh, <laughs> we did in the game. And you've already got people going, hey, Pete, can you craft me some fully, fully crafted raid gear? <laughs> <laughs> uh I, i'm i'm giving away all my gill before this patch so we'll, buy it. We'll, we'll see um so yeah this is the most excited i've been for a fight in a while yes for, this is it's actually mo- most excited i've been for something in game for a while like i'm really excited for this so i think that's probably what we're gonna do on our first raid night i hope so I mean, we always have to talk to the raid Because group. usually it takes a, like a week for everyone to get through normal raid to be able to do Savage. That that makes sense. And and then it's also nice, like with this, it's easier to, to get to. And then as a raid group, I think it's kind of nice to, to start with a win. So if you're starting with, not that I'm saying we're going to immediately beat Titan Unreal. One shot or I leave. Right. Um, but I, I, because you know the base mechanics, it's just like the DPS check is harder and everything like that is harder. Uh it's not like learning a new fight from scratch, which is obviously going to take a lot longer. That'd be crazy if they did new stuff, though. Oh, they won't. They but. won't. But yeah. Uh, so moving on, they briefly recap some stuff that we already knew. New dungeon is Matoya's Relict. Relict? Relict? How do you supposed to say that word? Rectal? No. R-E-L-I-C-T. Relic. Relic. <laughs> um, I looked up what the word relict. Didn't figure out how to pronounce it. Uh, because I couldn't remember what it was, the definition is a thing which has survived from an earlier period or in a primitive form. Uh, so maybe the place we're going through is really ancient and has survived It's kind of like a relic. Time. Uh, or a, maybe we get... Well, Pete, su- a relic and a relic are both a thing that has survived from an, er- an earlier period in a primitive form. It's like the same thing. So it's relic. I don't know. I just thought <laughs> relic. Uh... Or maybe it's, we're going to get something, some more lore about Matoya herself. Or maybe Matoya is a title uh, that is like passed on between people. And we're going to learn about old Matoyas. Who knows? I think it's old Matoya. Well, I know. it's, But is it our Matoya or an even older Matoya? Oh, you want to know if it's like the Matoya line. Yeah. Thing. Back in time through all the Matoyas. Uh, this is going to unlock after a quest in the MSQ, but we don't know which one yet. Uh, you'll need to be at least eye level 470 for it. And once you do that, then you will unlock the new expert roulette. Woohoo! With the one single new dungeon. Yeah, there's only going to be two. It's going to be Hero's Gauntlet and uh, Matoya's Relic. I mean, that's kind of nice. I actually had, haven't had Hero's Gauntlet in a long time. I always get the other one. Mm. I haven't done expert in a while. I, but still, even when I do it, I haven't gotten Heroes Gauntlet in a, in a minute. It's going to be weird needing to get tomes again. I haven't focused on getting tomes Ooh, no. in a long it's time. It's been a while. If, the only thing I focused on doing at all is leveling alternate classes. Uh, and Witcher, because Geralt's sexy, sexy booty. <laughs> so we talked about <laughs> one trial we're getting with the Unreal. The other one we're going to be getting in this patch is Emerald Weapon. And guess what? I got more stuff to look up. When we got the name for Emerald, the Emerald Weapon Trial, Castrum Marinum. Marinum. Marinum is how I Marinum, say it. you may have guessed, is marine of the sea or seaborn. Look at you with the research. See, you guys, when we have breaks, Pete looks shit up. <laughs> Castrum, sounds all smart. Castrum, I'm sure we've done before. It's Castle or Fort. Uh, so Castle of the Sea, 
is what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I wonder if they actually have like an underwater sea lab or something like that, or if it's just going to be overlooking the sea. Kind of like the last place we were, though, for this quest. It was on like a It was on top of the water. So is this one going to be under the water? I hope we have an underwater sea lab. Um, You'll be able to pick this quest up from the resistance officer in the locks. It's a quest called Blood of Emerald. You'll have to be eye level 485 or higher for the normal mode, 500 or higher for the extreme mode. And for all you people out there who played Final Fantasy VII who are just going, God damn it, you should know this, Chili to the Rescue. It's because it was based on an underwater reactor. So so I got it right without even needing to play seven. You, you like logic. Look at the logic big did. brain on me. So when are you going to play seven? When the part two of the remake comes out. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the solo encounter we got on the last one. I didn't love I was, it. I was a fan of the story. I wasn't a fan of the actual solo encounter. That I would have liked to have been able to fly. Like and yeah. actually have a... F- I think it's because they they teased it like you were going to have this like air combat flying thing. Yeah. And then you were literally hovering, hovering against the water. water. Like It's like, well, this is just the ground that is water yeah, just on a mount on the water yeah like it wasn't meh yeah wasn't anything special um we are getting the eden's promise raid of course i almost said raise raid <laughs> uh one thing that they really emphasize is that to take part in this raid you're going to need to have completed the 5.3 msq which i think is really cool because that's likely you know tying in the story which i like it when you can take all these side stories and kind of tie them in together it, it makes for a whole stronger narrative Paul was finally forced to do MSQ on our server so he could still raid with oh, us. I bet he was complaining. <laughs> uh, you can pick up the quest Empty Promise from Yalfurt in Amarang to start up the raid again. You'll also need to have an item level of at least 485. It's going to have the same loot system that we are used to where it drops tokens that you turn into in four gear. Uh... Sorry, Chili's tagging me and shit, and I'm reading. Chili, I'm reading. I'm learning the things. They showed off the first floor of the new raid. Uh, We're going to be facing off against someone you've seen many times in the Labyrinth of Ancients. We're going to be fighting the Cloud of Darkness. darkness. Look more like the minion, though, than the Cloud of Darkness that we fought. A reimagined one. Reimagined. They showed off a bit. It's on a square platform. Shocker. Shocker. Uh, it's broken into a five by five grid, though, and the panels can fall. So uh, the fourth boss is designed by Tetsuya Nomura, who designed some of the bosses in the last tier as well as the Gaia design. Uh, Yoshida says that for PR purposes, they should be using the image of the boss, but he wants players to get that wow effect. So he said, go play wow. <laughs> Yoshida also mentions that he thinks the third floor on Savage could be the static breaker this year. The third floor is always the hardest one. No. Oh, no, it wasn't this past one. Yeah, this one was pretty easy once you knew where to stand. Yeah, but like before, but like I feel like a lot of times, like even in like the 24 man raids, like the third or the, the, the second to last boss, whatever's the second to last thing is like harder than the last thing. Penultimate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the eye level requirements for Savage are as follows. First floor is going to be 500. Second floor, 505. Third and fourth floor are both 510. And the time limit's going to be 90 minutes for one through three and 120 minutes on the fourth floor. So they're expecting that uh, fourth one to take you a while, mm. giving you a little extra time 
uh, to do it. And the same loot system we're used to. It's going to drop a, a ring or a chess piece. And whatever job you're on when you open it, that's what you're going to get the gear for. I, I like that system. It's a lot better than it dropping the dragoon gear when you don't have a dragoon in your group like that just like hurts your heart yeah that was awful yeah uh the next encounter for the save the queen story is being called the lubrum why didn't you just say is called is being called is called the lubrum regine i don't think that's how you say that regine it's how would you say like how would you regina is what i thought for sure you were gonna say regina and we'll have a 24-person normal mode and a 48-person savage mode. And I, I love that. And I was in Google mode, so <laughs> the lubrum. That was, that was clever. <laughs> that was that. I'll give you that one. That was that was cute. The lubrum means a temple, shrine, or sanctuary, and regine <laughs> means queen. Put them together, and we got a queen shrine. So, what is what language is uh, Regina? Regina, oh, gosh. Regine. Uh, it's Latin, but I said it with a little bit of Italian on there. Yeah, you a little bit? Regine. That's that's your little bit of Italian. I don't know what Latin sounds like, so maybe it sounds like Latin. I'm sure it sounds like Latin because it's Latin. I just I've never seen that word before. I also learned something else when I Googled Regine. Uh, usually I get the Latin meaning on like the very first result when I type a Latin word in there. Okay. But for this one, all the top results were about Regine Carter who is the daughter of rapper Lil Wayne. Oh. So it was just like page after page of Regina what, Carter. Why don't you just type Regina meaning? Because meaning? usually I just have to type the word. So you went through all these pages before? No, I oh. went to like page two and I'm like, fuck this. Okay. Going to a Latin website. All right. I'm gl- I'm gl- I thought you went through pages and pages to find no, it. No, I don't think I ever would have found it if I did it that way. Oh, good for her. But then that made me think of Regina King. So her name probably means... Queen King. That's kind of awesome. Look at her parents with a strong-ass name. A little bit of job talk. Uh, Confirmed that Monk's Grease Lightning will be a trait, which means that the potency for abilities will be adjusted. Grease Lightning will no longer increase damage. Uh, some Some of the abilities they mentioned were Form Shift, which now grants Formless Fist. How do you have a was, formless fist? Yeah, it's like you're hitting them with mush. Uh, that's that's literally, that's a slap. A formless fliz, fist is a slap. Which allows the execution of actions regardless of form. I kind of love that. Like, now you guys are going to be like bitch fighting. Like, me, 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 with your little hands, just like cat fighting at each other because you're formless. Because you don't know how so to make to a So to me, fist. that's kind of how perfect balance is right now. Um, so I'm not sure where they're going to make the difference. I'm sure you'll see it when you play it. Uh, tornado kick can now be used at any time. Potency slash recast time has been adjusted for that. Six-sided star now increases movement speed for a short duration. Blue Mage is getting the level increase to 70, which we, we all knew was happening, uh, as well as 24 new spells and, of course, special armor that looks slightly better than the one they had before because you're getting that still Blue Mage but slightly different look. I have uh, to say, I'm a little bit disappointed in the monk change. I felt like Grease Lightning was... Pete, you've been, ex- you've been disappointed in the idea of the monk change this whole time. So yeah, how is that now? Now it's confirmed, and I, I want to bitch about it. Okay, go ahead. Um, Grease Lightning just seems like what made monk. It was like something that was really unique. Now, our only uniqueness, I guess, is we have more posi- like a little bit more positionals than any other job in the game. I mean, you like, get to have slap fights. But I can't have a slap fight with a player. 
I'm going to slap P- a boss. PvP. Yes, <laughs> you're going to slap a boss. You used to punch him in the butt. Now you're going to slap him in the ass. No. Not really that different. Um, I, uh, Blue Mage, I guess I'm happy. I know some people really like Blue Mage. So it's cool they're getting a level increase. Collecting the spells was the fun part for me. I, I just didn't... had a sippy cup fail. My sippy cup just leaked on me. Yeah, you're talented. <laughs> if anyone can do it. And Chili says, we don't even have our cool grease lightning effect now, Pete. That's gone too. Yeah. So, I don't know. They said they were trying to make changes without making it like feel like they're taking away the essence of Monk. I'm interested to see what it's going to feel like afterwards. I'm curious to see how the monks react to the changes as well. Um, do you think that... If you are still putting out the same amount of DPS, but it feels different, will you? Will it be a big deal? Um, I personally played Monk because there was like something else to do with it. Like, that's fair. yeah, I get angry that if I if I let my stacks drop, but I'm like, well, that's my fucking fault. I let my stacks drop. Um, now it's just gonna feel. I don't know. It's not going to feel the same to me. Chill even and says uh, it'll be more DPS, but that doesn't make it fun. And we don't even know because they're they're adjusting all the potencies on everything. Right. I'm, so, I'm not a person to like get upset before the changes are made. So we're going to have to see. I, but who, as soon as you play Scholar and your freaking Aetherflow is gone, you who get knows? It, it could be better DPS, but that doesn't Energy even drain, sorry. mix it or doesn't make it OK for me. Um, I think what this does is it lowers the gap between a bad monk get a good monk mm. because a bad monk that can't keep up grease lightning isn't going to be very good now that they don't have to think about that it's going to be easier for a bad player to be decent also aurora just did something to me that i'm now going to do to all of you and every time you say someone hear someone say grease lightning you not picture john travolta go grease lightning i've never seen Thanks. that movie you've never seen grease how did i marry you i don't know oh my god i don't like scientologists Oh my, he wasn't one then. Oh my God. Ivory. Oh my God, Chili. You guys, we got to see if Grease is on Amazon Prime and do a watch party because I got to fix all y'all. Like this is just. <laughs> no one in chat seen it. Bad movie. Not, it's a classic. That's a freaking classic. Oh my God. My God. I watched that movie so much when I was in high school. It wasn't even new when I was in high school, but it was like having like an it moment I bet again. it was new when you were in high You're school. You're such a fucking ass. <laughs> <gasps> God damn you all. I love you. So you going to level blue mage, Javi? No. So uh, if, if it wasn't so annoying to level for me, I'd like go around collecting all the spells. But I just it's don't more, like... It's more... I'm surprised you haven't leveled it because you do collect things. Yeah, I like where that, I but don't. I don't want to level it. Yeah, thank you, Crumpet. I've seen it. Probably my third most watched film in my childhood. I'm like, that's right up there for me. Grease, Dirty Dancing, and Crybaby. That's like... My adolescent years, even though I probably I've shouldn't seen, have watched some of those movies at that age. I've seen a little bit of Dirty Dancing. God damn you pieces. Have you seen Cry Baby? No. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen Cry Baby, it's the hottest Johnny Depp will, looks like ever. Ever. And it's have John Waters film. So Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Neither have I. Oh, God. Hey, you guys hurt my heart. You got to watch Cry Baby, you guys. John Waters film. It's amazing. It's my my favorite movie of all time. I can still quote the entire thing. Tracy Lords is in it. Let's move you on. You wait. Tracy Lords is in it. Who the fuck is Tracy Lords? She was a freaking porn star. Like a really, she was like the youngest porn star who like got really famous. Like, but, oh my god, I hate you. Was it when porn was still in black and white? 
Oh, you song it's. Mm. Mm. Uh, so they just mention they don't mention any specifics, but they say uh, dragoon, bard, scholar, red mage will get some slight increases, some buffs. <laughs> Avi can't get over the fact that I haven't seen any of those movies. I'm gonna make you watch Crybaby because that is my favorite movie. Like that, and that and the Princess Bride are like my uh, okay. like. I've seen the Princess Bride. We can move on now. No. Don't you want to talk about Ishgardian Restoration? <laughs> Not really. We're finally gonna be finished with it. Thank God. Or, so that means that means that the Ishgardian housing is coming soon. Hopefully. I don't think it's going to... Thank you, KK. He knew who she was. It was a whole scandal. Congratulations on knowing an underage porn star. It was a whole scandal. It was like a whole thing. It was the whole thing. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> um, <gasps> so yeah, I think uh, the housing won't come until a later patch. It's not going to come at the end no, of this no. or anything No, no. I'm not like saying that. that, but that means like this is literally like the thing that has to end before... The housing comes. Uh, I feel like this whole entire episode is not me reading things. It's <laughs> me just like responding. And I kind of love it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> We're also going to be getting new Sky Steel tools. Yoshida's quote about this was, I had just finished the Sky Steel tool checking when I had the media, media interviews for 5.4. They will be very shiny during the crafting process. There's a difference between the shiny effect when you draw a tool or weapon and the shining effect during the actual crafting action. I talked to my visual effects team and asked them if we can add effects to crafting actions at a later patch. Then they started making the effects in this short amount of time so the sky steel tools will be very, very shiny. I I don't think I really look at the crafting actions when I'm crafting something, I like legit because there's no shiny to. I get the only thing I I really look at is when I'm doing culinarian and she sticks her finger in the pan after every single thing she does, and I'm like, "Bitch, use a spoon." Um, that's the only thing I really notice. So I'm maybe I'll notice them now, or maybe I'll just be like, "Oh my god, I need to put something in front of my screen when I do this," because every time she crafts that stupid thing when I'm trying to do a bulk craft, it's blinding me. Kind of like, bitch, use a spoon for the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, well, she's not. If I'm making it for somebody else or I'm making it to sell it, I shouldn't be sticking my finger in it, licking it, and then putting it back in the pan. COVID should have taught us that's that. That's what makes it good. No, that's what makes it c- contaminated. No, no COVID in Eorzea. That's true. But still, it's bad. It's That's against the freaking health department rules. I bet chefs do that shit all the time. No. You don't put your finger in the food. I mean, I don't know what restaurants you eat at, but no, you don't put your finger in the food. Probably spit in it. That's the servers, if you are a bitch. Teabagging your gazpacho. Oi, oi, oi. All right, so... You can't can't teabag a hot soup. It's got to be gazpacho. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for that visual, everyone. Your brain did what mine just did. All right, something that... Why didn't you really expect that we're going to be getting more Yorha? Because it's not a Yorha. We're not getting a new raid. Oh, we're just getting like a little quest for it. Yeah. In order to continue the story, which is cool. I actually like this idea. We've never had this happen before. So yeah, we're not getting the 24-man person raid, but we're getting a little story so you don't forget about it. So it's fresh in your mind. That is really cool. Yeah, there you go. That should be the title, Teabagging Your Gazpacho. Uh- <laughs> no, please don't. Um, I do really like this because we've complained about this in previous 
uh, episodes where you hate having to wait two patches until the next content for the 24-man raid because then you forget the story. And this is just like a little bit to kind of help you go in. Yeah, it did happen previously. We had two quests in between the last two. But I kind of thought that was just because everyone complained that there wasn't enough story in the Mm. first part. And I I thought they were like, okay, well, we'll just throw this in. But if it's actually going to be a trend, if they're going to give us a little bit of story in between the actual raids, I'm all for that. Because one of my biggest complaints is you're making me wait six, seven months for a little bit of story that I'll forget in six to seven months. And Chilean or KK are saying it did happen last time, but it was so long. I just said it it happened so long ago. I didn't remember. My, My brain is mushy now. What day is it? Thursday. We get to do this again tomorrow. Oh, cool. Okay, two in one week now. Got it. That's what bi-weekly means. <laughs> uh-uh. I tricked your ass. Yeah, I can say no. <laughs> uh, something else I didn't think we were going to get was a new role quest. Uh, after you have completed the MSQ Reflections in Crystal, as well as the role quest Shadow Waku, Walk with me. Uh, you'll be able to head on over to the Crystarium to talk to Sayella and grab the quest safe keeping. The one you haven't done yet, Pete, is Shadow Walk with me. And I think you are need... you sure? I'm positive because we did I the do, lore question and I, you didn't know about it. I don't know a lot of stuff that I've done. <laughs> but like when I then like showed you the character, you didn't know it. Like you didn't know her. You didn't recognize her. A lot of times I'm like, hey, where the fuck did you get that minion? And I'm like, oh, I have it. So that's not a lie. <laughs> yeah, KK, fi- uh, 5.2 felt like forever ago, like a very long time ago. Um. So, yeah, I think it's cool that they're adding, the, you know, the Yorha quest, these new role quests. And that leads into something called Void Quests. Which is something like totally new. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that term before. And there are a lot of prereqs players must first complete... Uh, the Roll Quest Safekeeping and the Chronicles of a New Era Quest Thok Around the Clock. Uh, I really like that the name. The Diabolical Bismarck, a Fiendish Likeness, a Deific, I don't know that word, Simul- and a Simulacrum? Demonic Duplicate. Simulacrum? Um, you looked up all the words. Why didn't you look up that word? Too much Googling. Too many words. Um, I look it up. As long as you have those done, you can pick up the quest, The Hero's Journey from Sayala in the Crystarium. Oh. Uh, the picture accompanying this was of that new Mo wizard I can't rename, remember the name of and the Porksy. The uh, Simulacrum is uh, like an image or a representation of something. So it's like a representation, like, like a godly representation, diaphic, because a, mm-hmm. a deity. That's that's I like that. So that matches up well with a demonic duplicate. Yep, that makes sense. Look at that. Words are fun. Uh, Crumpet says something from Yoshi P posted a few days ago. There are requests to implement housing once Iskard restoration is over, and once the final restoration for patch five point four is done with, and every restoration is completely done with, eventually you'll see it happening. Um, that'd be cool if it happened when the players actually completed the restoration on each server uh, like th- servers got it before other servers i think that'd be amazing random. that's what i wanted from the restoration uh to begin with i wanted server races but yeah. then they made it so you could transfer to another world visit uh, another server and yeah. help out there and that ruined it for me well but it also made it so everyone could do it but that'd be cool i really would like it because they know they have a housing problem so why not implement it as soon as you can then you can have a crafting problem uh, but yeah, I'm excited for these three new types of quests. Basically, I know I'm we got your hobby. I'm curious to see before, yeah, what they're but... like. Yeah. 
Uh, Unical High, yeah, I've heard that thrown around, that he's going to be part of the Void and uh, will go into the new expansion. Uh, and we are also going to be getting, moving on, uh, some uh, more added to New Game Plus. You're going to get more Shadowbringers quests, Roll and Void quests, including the Tank Job quest, DPS Job quest, and the Healer Job quest. All the Job quests. The Job quests and the Royal and Void quests. Oh, Pete, your favorite thing in game. Triple Triad, baby. <laughs> uh, if you need to see a Greenleaf Minute on Triple Triad, go watch the live letter because they actually like try to teach you how to play no triple way. triad i did not watch well. that so, um that's hilarious so i'm not going to go over how to play triple triad that kind of reminds There's me so- of the zoom call i had this day- week at work and they showed us a youtube video on how to use software and i was like why don't you give us the link just give us the link and let us watch it on our own time please good story yeah well no it's the same don't try to teach me how to play triple triad during a live letter give me the link and let me watch it on my own time please yeah. And there's a pretty decent uh, in-game tutorial that's enough to teach you. Um, but something I love that they are adding for Triple Triad is the ability to find cards you don't have. Unregistered cards will be marked with a question mark with hints to where they can be obtained, uh, displayed as you progress through the game. So, I'm going to have so many question marks in my game. <laughs> you were surprised at how many you had. Yeah, I have like 35. Then, <laughs> how many are there total? Like 300. I have 35. Uh, That's all it took for me to know I didn't want to play it. The next change to Triple Triad might be the most infuriating thing to me about the patch. Uh, Currently, the type of cards you can use is based on how many Triple Triad cards you have. Okay. If you had 1 to 30 cards, you could uh, use unlimited 1-star cards and 1 2-star card. If you had 30 to 59 cards, you could use unlimited one and two star cards. Where's the YouTube video? One, three stars. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> if you had 60 or more cards, you could use unlimited one to three star cards and only one four star or higher card. This is so interesting. So this is where they're, they're like, oh, we're making it better. You're making it better for the scrubs. That's uh, when they do, when they say we're making it better, it's always for the scrubs. Why Be- don't they make it better for the people who enjoy the game already? Because in order to continue making money, you need the new people to keep playing. They already got you. But no no one's going to start playing more because they can use more one and two star cards sooner. M- more people might start playing Triple Triad and play the game longer to play Triple Triad to gather more cards. If you like the game, you're going to play regardless. Just saying. I already said 60 or more. So basically the change (laughs) that they're doing is they're getting rid of the first two scenarios that I just said. So it'll be. Oh my God. They've ruined everything. I'm on your. They ruined it. Everything. They they didn't ruin anything. They failed to improve what people like people who actually like triple triad complained about. All two of you people. Yeah. There's two of us. (laughs) That's why they care about the game. Uh, I mean umbrellas your argument is null and void <laughs> I see motherfuckers running around with parasols so <laughs> oh. do you want to know what the problem is Avi I don't know I'm just having fun messing with you it still doesn't make it so you can use more than one four or five star card and no. that's the most annoying thing that's horrible you'll never use a four star card because why would you use a four star when you have a five star right I am going to throw my beer at you. <laughs> That's horrible. I got one person agreeing with me. I am so here for you. <laughs> it's a stupid rule. You should be able to use all your best cards if you want. 
Because you'll never use the fucking four star. I'm totally. Why am I? Why am I going around? Why am I wasting time getting these cards? I totally I can't agree even with fucking you. Use it's them? fucking dumb. It's ridiculous. It's, it makes me so mad. You know, it really grinds my gears. I'm so glad I never listened to your work stories. <laughs> This is what happens because you never... I'm agreeing with you, and chat's totally agreeing with you as well. I'm not making fun of you. I just have no input. So I'm, like, trying to, like, overly agree with you. That's all I'm doing. I have no input. Yeah. There's no other point to you doing it's, it at all. It's funny. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep on going, Avi. You should. guess what? There's something else that's new to Triple Triad as well. Does it grind your gears? No, I actually think it's good. Oh. Uh... <laughs> There's going to be a new advanced rule set called Draft, where you won't be able to pick your cards, and you'll get randomly provided cards. Okay. Um, so there's also going to be new tournaments that happen every two hours. So currently, there's like a triple triad tournament, and it lasts- Like a week. Two weeks? Yeah, it's a long time. Um, And you play 20 matches with some of your friends, with NPCs, and you get points based on like how good they are. Um. This you're actually going to be playing against other people, and your dra- your deck is going to be like a random draft type thing. I like that so, it's every two hours. So you're only going to like play three matches, mm. I think, and so it's going to be much quicker. You don't have to play twenty, and it's going to be pretty even if it's going to be a blind draft uh, with everyone's deck. So you don't have to worry about someone having so many more cards than you because it's going to be a random thing. No one's going to have an advantage on that front. So even a scrub like yourself stands a chance. That's it, right. If you bothered to learn the rules. That's amazing. Math. The rules are math. Like that. I, I mean, it's, I, I got it. Um, It's just not my favorite. It's it's kind of just dominoes, but in like a different shape, cord, card form, limited number. I mean... Kind of. The MGP is already crazy, KK McLeod. If you play a tournament, you, you all you have to do is lose one match and you get like something like 5,000 MGP or something. I like used that. to enter the tournaments all the time just to get the MGP, and I would even play a hand. And the new challenge log for this is just participating in one of the tournaments, and you get 3,000 MGP just for that. Yeah. So. All right, Aubrey. <laughs> KK told me to just look at the Upkalu for this segment. I was having just as much fun messing with Pete. Like he gets he gets frustrated with me when I don't have an opinion and he gets frustrated with me if I'm like just too negative. And so when I like falsely overly agree, he also gets mad. So it's like it's it's fun to have these little nuggets mocking at all. It's amazing. (laughs) I love you. And it was hilarious. And you have done that shit to me before. Pete will remember this. Uh, Aurora's asking, is it a blind draft from your deck or a blind draft from all the cards? I don't know if it's going to be all the cards, but it's not going to be from your deck. (laughs) It's going to be from some pool. I don't know if they're going to have the same pool every tournament or what, or if it's going to be all the cards, but it should be a blind draft from some sort of pool. Cool. Next next topic. Can I move on? I I said go ahead. but But then you went back. I didn't want to like, start talking about a new thing and then have you be upset because I moved on too I fast. I answered a question from chat. <laughs> Aw, Crumpet just said I can just imagine Pete shaking and exploding into a bunch of broccoli. If anyone can make it happen, it's yours truly. What I got inside. <laughs> the MSQ picks back up at everyone's favorite spot, the Rising Stones. Head on over there to pick up the quest, Alice's 
The quest, Alice's quest from Kryle. Is the quest called Alice's quest? I think so. <laughs> this is why I don't read what you write. You can start this episode complaining I don't read what you write. And it's because then I, I'm trying to be good and read what you write. And I'm like, pick up the quest, Alice's quest from Kryle. All right. The big reveal last time, uh, if we remember correctly, which you are, is the Asian named Fandaniel. Um, Fandango. Fandaniel. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> I don't know very, really anyone who is actually really excited about this. Uh, we're all like, oh, it's Asians. Yeah, I was hoping we were going to be done with Asians after. We're Asian never done Johnny with Asians. You know, with our Teaching Pete lore question, it's always the Asians. Uh, I'm so tired of them. Um, I just I really... hope that this dude is just going to be wrapped up in this patch. I don't want him leading us into the new expansion. I don't want Xenos leading us into the next expansion either. I didn't um, love Xenos. I see Chili saying you're hyped for Xenos. I didn't really. Lo- he was a very one-dimensional one character to me. I don't really love Xenos. Um, and then I don't really like that they're going kind of crazy, loopy, Asian guy again. It's like we already did that. Don't try Asian to. Asian Johnny Depp. I <laughs> don't well, don't try to do what worked last time because it worked. You you got to do something different to grow and create a better story. So we'll see cuz he seemed kind of they, like they were sticking on that kind of loopy, kind of psychotic, joker-esque thing. We'll yeah. see. So the best case scenario for me is they finish him off this this episode. Kill them all. Um worst case scenario is they drag this out for a year until the new expansion. That's what I expect. Um, before they like they well not quite to the new expansion but they like tailor off and then start setting up the new expansion hopefully without Asians. i wish we could just have an Asian free conflict with us and garlemald just like battling it out political subterfuge that that would be totally different world is it me or were there not that many Asian storylines or as many Asian storylines in heaven's ward Bill Heaven's Ward was just like very fantasy dragons and knights. It was more like our world versus like the destructions of all the worlds, but it did come back to play. Like it wasn't fully gone. It wasn't the main know, driving element of the story. But I was kind of like, yes. <laughs> True. We don't have it as much. Um, I hope we have that in the new expansion. Fuck the Asians. We're t- tired of them. It's been like since 2010. It is. It is time for a new ten years of these fuckers. It'd be nice for a new bad guy that isn't just the new, a new bad guy that's the same type of bad guy with a different name. It would. I'll agree with you there. All right, Pete, your favorite. We're just gonna go to like another world and do it all over again. Oh yeah. Uh, Uh, Oh, obvious favorite. Ocean fishing. That's what I was saying about you. Ocean fishing. Ocean fishing. You finally gonna get that shark mount? No, I don't want it. I actively don't want it. I'm okay. I mean, I mean, if they added like, so say you had to get the shark mount to get the Shira Pegasus unicorn mount, then I would get the shark mount and never use my random mount roulette ever. Um, but that that's the only way I would get the shark. What if they put it on the mock station for $50? No. Oh, the <laughs> Shira mount? Yeah. Oh, you would buy that for me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Happy birthday to me. Print out a picture and say, you wish. You're mean. Then Chili would buy it for me and be like, I'm sorry, your husband sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would be like, here, Chili, I'll buy you something in Don't return because that was Chili. too expensive and I feel guilty. Don't do it. Um, they're also explorer mode. See, even Chili just said, fine, I'll buy it for you. 
Love it. <laughs> I love you, Chili. Uh, explorer mode. You'll need to have cleared the dungeon to go in and take your pictures. Shocker. There's no new shark mount, you guys. We're still talking about the same shark mount from the fishing, ocean fishing. I hate sharks. I, w I don't want shark mount. Because yeah, she was talking about she would only do it if there was a She-Ra mount. She-Ra. Unicorn Pegasus Rainbow Mane. The Rainbow Mane is like... Are you saying Shira or Shira? I don't know what it is. S H I R A or S H E R A? Why are you making shit up? What is Shura? What? What is Shura? I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. You're the one making up words. Use your big brain. Is Shira not a thing? Shakira, Shakira. I'm sure Shira is a thing with something. But what is the thing that I always talk about? I don't know either one. Shira? You don't know Shira. You don't know Grease. You don't know Crybaby. You don't know Shira. Who are you? Knows not. Who? Like Jon Snow, motherfucker. Even are you? I'm so disappointed in you. Did you tell people they can't abandon uh, things before when they go on ocean fishing? Nope. I thought you were done. You're getting uh, a penalty if you abandon ocean fishing prior to completion. Cannot embark on another voyage until registration reopens. Mm. Good. That pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. That's good. That's a really good fix. I like when they fix things that like negatively impact other players like that shira is a hebrew name oh yeah i think that's that actress's name from that uh one show we watched unorthodox i've seen that also pete i'm always talking about shira shira or shira explorer mode baby you gonna go into some of these dungeons you've cleared avi and take some photos maybe but not like actively no. Uh, I think it's very cool for the people who are into photography. Uh, for those that aren't, um, probably not a big deal. But I, I feel like this probably wasn't a thing that took them a lot of time to it's add. It's a very simple thing to add. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I'm not like, oh cool. no. People love taking photos, G posing. So it is pretty cool. You can do all your limit breaks in there as well. So you're going to get some pretty cool uh, photos in there. Chili says he's going to run around the dungeon, take screenshots as a blue mage in order to trick the noobs. Just uh, the noobs. We'll also be getting a new treasure maps, or I guess well, not the, the maps itself. It's the roulette You're version. You're getting uh, a new thing once you go into the portal. It's the shifting oublets of Leah Gia. What's the new maps? They're the new maps. They're the roulette version for the new maps. But there's no new map. It's the map we already have. Yeah, but as a roulette. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not a roulette like something that you queue for like the game the spinny wheel wheel of fortune wheel i wonder what the minion you get at the end is gonna be because it was like Trebek. the the baby elephant was pretty freaking exciting to to you could only get it if you got to the the final floor i hope they do that again because i thought that was a i like rewards that are like that like that you have to work together to get it and you have to have done that thing that that like you always get the the baby elephant at the end and it shows that you like succeeded completing something together i like that um grand and free companies are going to have new craftable items uh, available in the workshop and the submersible rank has been increased from 75 to 80 which also includes new includes new areas and items added to the sub aquatic voyages so we're definitely going to be getting some new minions and stuff because that always seems to be some of the cooler things you can get from these uh submersible sub aquatic voyages so cool words are really hard today you guys it's been a long week 
I like that they add stuff that is specific to having an FC. So I like that. Yeah. I've been collecting some of the more rare minions, and I feel like I've been holding on to them for too, too long for the FC that they're going to become, like, cheaper. But I want to give them away to everybody. I mean, I'd make, like, more housing items that are FC specific. Well, then they need to increase the housing item uh, limit. Like, our house right now is sitting at, like, the max number. Like, if I want to put up the Christmas trees, I had to take stuff down. Well, they should have a larger plot. We have large. We should have mansion size next. Well, there is. And it would be only FCs. I, I like that there if there was only an FC area. Or, like, only an FC neighborhood that only had large houses. Like, I don't know. Made that work. Like a frat row. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the auto demolition timer will be started again again in 5.4. We've talked about that. Dun, dun, dun. Um, new housing items are being added from the furnishing design contest. Ooh, those are always the best ones. Uh, new orchestrian roles have been added. Okay. Excited? No. Uh, new aquarium fish have been added. Uh. A carnation seed has been added for flower pots. I mean, we've already... I, the, the flowers added to the flower pots are cool because then it makes like the hair pieces but like we've already got the dahlias i don't i want to see how are they going to make a carnation how am i when am i going to use a carnation over a dahlia when you like for your character's hair like a dahlia is like the yeah. big fluffy don't use that trash flower oh no i like carnations but like they've got if you do it's like all a bunch of same color i don't you don't buy me flowers i don't know why i'm talking flowers to you chili <sighs> flowers <No>. just die <laughs> just but they make your wife happy. And you know the saying, even though you refuse to acknowledge it's a thing. You know what also makes you happy? Mahjong. Nope. Uh, a new quick match option has been added to Mahjong. You'll just play one rotation where everyone is the dealer instead of two. Oh, uh, my God. No way. They've also made it easier to distinguish between Noten and Tenpai. What? Which is con- convenient for uh, smooth brains like myself. Uh, What's the difference? Smooth brain. <laughs> no, it's like uh, when you can't win. Uh, they also change the color of the tiles that you discard based on if you've discarded after a draw. What color are they now? Was claimed by an opponent or discarded after draw and claimed by an opponent. You think they're going to be pink? They're kind of pinkish. It's like pinkish red. Well, isn't pink like a, a light red? The pinkish red. Like a rosy... On to the miscellaneous items, Avi. Your favorite. Prizes available in exchange for Chloe's gold certificate of commendation (coughs) and Chloe's silver certificate. It doesn't help if you mute your mic after you cough. I was muting it for the second (laughs) cough, you dick face. Uh, New rewards from Wait, I love this. Like, Crumpet just said that we reminded them of the... uh, Sheldon and Amy, please pass the butter scene. Please say that he is Sheldon because that makes me so much happier. <laughs> You're Sheldon You're for sure. No. <laughs> um, they are increasing the number of faux leaves received when uncovering an illustration for everything except the Fox Commander. So the blades, dual blades, are going to go from 5 to 15, triple in oh, it. cool. A gift box from 10 to 25, and the coffer from 20 to 35. And there's also going to be new items available uh, in exchange for the faux leaves. Logical. So I wish it would have been those totals to begin with, because I'd be pretty close to the thing yeah, by now. Yeah, it was... I think they noticed that people were probably getting a little burned out. You're Sheldon. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the over-enthusiastic being interactive just to take the piss, Amy. 
You can take my piss anytime you that want. That was the, when she was like talking about the Xbox and getting him to go about like the Xbox versus the PlayStation. And it was please pass the butter. Do you not remember that scene? No, I don't. Oh, he was trying to. I don't know. This really matched. He was trying to debate if he should get an Xbox or a PlayStation. She doesn't give a fuck, <laughs> like me, and she does it to keep him talking and happy. But mahjong. Uh, <laughs> the one thing some people like that uh, I don't are the performances. I tend to keep my performance uh, music muted. So I can't hear people playing their songs. I, yeah, I do too. Some people love it, so they might be excited that they're adding four new instruments. The violin, the viola, the cello, and the double bass. Bum, 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 bum. Um, I think that's cool for people who create music using this feature. Um, I find it annoying to be in like a town area and, and hear somebody just like pla- practicing a song. Like, if you're going to practice, please do it in your basement. Uh <laughs> Slap on the bass. But like if you're talented and you're playing a song really well, then that's when you stand out and you, you know, flip a hat upside down and ask for, you know, money. I don't know. Tippins? I was annoyed when they said like, please do not play uh, music outside, like from music outside of the game. Right. Like everyone's doing that. They're like, don't get copyright infringements. And then they're like, but you can't play our songs either. You're going to get copyright infringements. So Chili just said, I want to learn to play the trumpet so I can follow a row playing it going do, 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 do. I think it'd also be fun to like Chili banned for harassment to play like then to follow a lalafa with a flute going <laughs> and everybody has their own little theme music. Um, more miscellaneous. New emotes have been added. You're gonna have that giant paintbrush that you get to paint the ground with. From what raid was that? Omega. I think it was the Omega raid, but the the one floor with all the paintings. What are you gonna do with that? Why are you like, hey guys, painting the ground emote? I think like, I have a picture of that to bring up a little bit later. But like, why? How does that? How does that come into play? With conversation. How does Mega Flare come into conversation? Cash money they're making outside of the game. That's how that comes into play. Um, the new idle stances have been added for the change pose emote. That's cool because that's something that hasn't been like refreshed in a long time. I can't wait. Right? I just think that's cool because it's something they haven't added anything to in a long time. I forget change pose is even a thing. Oh, I don't. I always make sure I pick the one that I want so she's not like sitting there and being like, hey, uh, here's my panties. Yeah, Esper has it right. When I saw the picture, I was like, oh, they're playing Splatoon. Yeah, I just don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Ink Mage. Yeah, no, I don't know. Oh, uh, did you read my little note when I we were up at Blue Mage, how I spelled it Bulge Mage at first? I did. And that, uh, and you're wondering why I don't like to read your text without actually like putting it. In bulge my own words. mage should definitely be the next job in Final Fantasy 14. You're just grumpy that there's no bulge, and I'm grumpy there's no booty, so it's just not going to change. Bulge mage confirmed. That's a lie. They've brought their own weapon. Uh, the drop rate for the Ruby Gibber trumpet in Cinder Drift Extreme has been increased, and you can now turn in 99 totems for it. I have to cough, so I'm going <laughs> to go away. I need more water. <laughs> I'm All right, Avi's going to take a, a little break and go cough, apparently. Uh, let's go over some of these that she probably doesn't have much of an opinion on. Weekly restrictions on rewards for 
Puppets Bunker will be removed, including the coin. So you're going to be able to need and greed on everything in there to your heart's content. Uh, the Echo will also be added to the Seat of Sacrifice Normal and Extreme. We're getting the new Tombstone. We've discussed that before. It's the same way as every time they add in a new, new Tombstone to the game. Make sure you turn in and convert your old Tombstones so you get some of the newer ones. Um, new Expert Roulette, as we discussed, will just have Hero's Gauntlet and Matoya's Relict in there. Uh, a lost fi- uh, lost actions cash can be uh, found in Gangos now, and players can now confirm their metal and resistance rank by speaking to Sergios in Gangos. A resistance appraiser can now be found in Gangos, and a resistance locksmith can now be found in Gangos. So they're making it so you don't have to actually queue in to the Bojan Southern Front. You can just go on over to Gangos. And uh, talk to all the people there. That way you don't have to go into the southern front. Um, oh, this one Avi might actually be interested in. What? Uh, the following items can now be equipped regardless of gender. Let's see if you know any of these. The High House Bustle. Yep. Rainbow Bustle. That's, yeah, the male version. Expeditioner's Coat. The male version. Expeditioner's Kicks. Yep. Expeditioners Tabard. This is cool because some of these are male items that now female characters are going to be able to wear, and some of these are female items that the male characters are going to be able to wear. So this is really great. Okay, so there's like 10 of them. Yeah, the Expeditioner Kex, Expedition Tabard and Pantalettes, Dalmalskin Coat, Raimi Kex, Tabard and Pantalettes. That's that's really cool. These are like not new pieces of gear at all. So it's probably like what people were requesting the most, maybe? No. They're just not new. These are like Heaven's Word gear. Yeah, but why did they do this? Because it's about goddamn time. I know, but why did they pick these ones? Do you think these are the most requested ones to be not gender locked? No, not even a little bit. So do they just pick random things? <laughs> no, I think they're just, maybe they're starting with the older gear and then moving their way forward. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. I Don't get me wrong. I think it's a good change. I just don't know why they picked those ones. What I'm wondering is if the older versions you have, if you have like the older version, if you'll be able to like have the one you, you currently have that's like for female only and then equip it to a male. Um, but yeah, and, and Chilean said they want to unlock all the gear and I think they're just starting at the older gear first. Okay. I mean, that's that would be my assumption. Like work your way forward. Because if you, you start at the they, new... Do you wish you could wear more headpieces instead? No, I think this is this is better because this is more like inclusive. Than my bunny being able to wear more headpieces. I'd rather have the entire game be more inclusive than to have one or two races be able to wear headpieces. I do feel like there's a lot less people wear, uh, playing Viera and Rothgar now. Like the the lack of glamour yeah, ability. Yeah, because they can wear any headpieces. Yeah, it's it's definitely kind of like tapered tapered off. But which I mean that happens anyways with the uh, when it's lost, it's shiny. It's not as new. So I almost picked this next thing as a Greenleaf Minute, but but I think we had actually done it before. Um, rings that could be purchased in exchange for elegant tombstones of Poetics, Allied Seals, and Centurio seal, Seals are no longer classified as unique. We had just discussed with someone in our last stream that you could only buy one of the rings. If because, it was unique. Because they're unique items. Yeah. So now they're changing all of the Poetics rings to ununique, so you can wear two of the same ring. 
And it, that'll be really handy for decent. Like if you're leveling your decent, you know, you can buy a bunch of rings that way with now that, now that you can decent any level, I don't think that's a problem. Oh, you're anymore. right. You're right. You're totally right. My brain still thinks every once in a while I forget some of the changes that are made. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can level it now. It's like, oh, no, you just decent all the things. It's no longer even a leveling. It's just so I a think thing that's you do. pretty cool because you used to have to like find a separate level 70 ring because you could only buy one of the poetics ones. And like newer players may not have that much gear and the rings sometimes will be expensive for that exact reason because they're one of the few things people still have to buy. Mm -hmm. So no, that that that's fair. I actually that was a, that was a, a fun little note. I was like, oh, that's nice. That's a considerate thing. Yeah. Uh, augmented gear upgraded from those originally purchased with elegant tombstones will no longer require upgrade materials. Augmented gear can instead be purchased directly in exchange for their base gear and 100 elegant tombstones of poetics. That's like they're clearing out the the junk. Yeah, I like that. I don't have to go to that person now, yep. buy that piece, run back over. Just let me pay more poetics yep. for it. That's that's a really good good item. Or you're just going to have to remember to like or system. You're just going to remember to unequip it. Yeah, and also remove the materia if you've. Uh, it, I mean, it, it's probably something you're doing at the same time, anyways. So you just go there, buy the piece, upgrade, upgrade it. it. Yeah. yeah, not actually. Yeah, just boom, boom. Uh, uh, big changes are coming to gathering collectibles. Uh, that's a little more in depth to uh, talk about on the thing. And even though I read it and I think I understood most of it, I don't really know how it's going to be until I actually play around with it because they're making some decent changes especially to the ethereal reduction system hmm. as well i don't know if it's going to be better to have a higher rating on it and get less items or how it's now where you kind of get like the minimum rating you can to get your thing and get more gathering attempts out of it so we'll see i totally paid attention to that when advanced materia melding players can now use multiple materia in a single attempt and they uh, did, they did this, and Yoshida actually had pretty good luck with it. Uh, he didn't waste too many materials. I was hoping that they would show him be like failed like fifty times. But now it's like if you had a stack of ninety nine, you just <clears> press <throat> one button, and it's gonna go until it is successful really quick, like instantaneously. And uh, all of a sudden, your stack of ninety nine could drop to three, mm. and it took you ninety six attempts mm. to get it. But at least you won't be wasting all that time. Because honestly, that's the worst part. Like, I'm going to be able to Is just, it, though? Yeah, I'm just going to be able to write it off because it's, like, instantaneous. I'm like, oh, well, that sucked. Um, I'd much rather <laughs> lose it all at once and then have to spend 20 minutes of blowing shit up. That's the most infuriating thing to me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm oh, all and Chili says that. Yoshi even mentioned how he was annoyed about how lucky he was because yeah. he's gonna get unlucky on his real character. Yeah, yeah. he was wasting all his good luck. He blew all his luck. Yeah. Um. So you got a couple of pictures for you. Huh? Oh, okay. I was like trying to find like, where are you now? The gear, Avi. Well, new gear. Well, this is the. The Dark Souls crossover, right? That's why I saw people. I, I don't play Dark Souls, so I don't know. Oh. I don't know if that was actually a real thing or if that was people just making comments. Oh, it's definitely not a real thing. <laughs> oh, okay. It just like feels very Dark Souls-ish. Um, this gear, I didn't look at as much as the um, the other gear that was available. Um, I don't know. It's It feels very like... I like the tank. The tank feels very tanky. It's the tome gear. It feels very like... 
I'm a ghost pirate. <laughs> I'm not getting any ghost pirate vibes. Stop looking at the tank and look at everybody else. I can't stop looking at the tank. That tank looks fucking badass. Look at that fucking axe, dude. Look at everybody else. And look at that fucking dragoon spear with the fucking mace ball on it. The weapons the weapons actually are probably the coolest part of this. The only thing like, I Like even the red mage's sword is barbed. So that's why I say like they look kind of ghost and creepy like with their masks, but they also look kind of piratey. So they're like pirate ghosts. The only thing I don't like about these are the face masks. Well, you can turn those off. Yeah. I, I can't even wear I feel them. like with Asians running around, like no one would wear face masks. They're like, we don't want to represent We don't want to be, be one of those. It, it's a very, yeah, it's very Dark Souls, very grungy and a little piratey. No one is agreeing with my piratey thing. But, you know, if you've got a barbed sword, that's like, it's got a fish. It's freaking <laughs> piratey. <laughs> the hats, I think, are what make it feel kind of piratey to me. And then the neck, uh, neckerchiefs that some of them have. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't. I don't love it. It's the, not the weapons are better than the, the armor. The weapons but, are amazing. Uh, the at, at least I'm like, oh, that's like cool armor to me. Yeah. I mean, usually I either don't have an opinion or I think armor sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I don't glamour. Um, the tank feels very. It feels more like medieval tanky than anything we've had in a while. It's very shiny, silvery medieval yeah, tank. It looks like fucking plate armor, which yeah. honestly we don't have that much. Of. Not anymore. It's because it was like all we had for a long time. So they, I feel like they kind of went away from that. And now they're kind of bringing that yeah, back. No paladin weapon, but God damn, do I like that axe. Yeah, the warrior. Even the bard's How bow it's looks like cool. welded to like the bottom part of the axe is welded to the pole. And the other side is just like a, a scythe. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's I'm I'd be I'd be curious to see how it how it looks. I mean, I feel like they're the one thing I like about this set is there there might be pieces that are usable. I just have to say, if you I don't know if you can zoom in on it with what you're doing, Pete. The healer's shoe looks fucking dumb. There's mm-hmm. it looks like a slipper. Is that the one with the book? Yeah. It looks like a weird pointy, like ankle high slipper. Do you see that? That looks really weird. What what the fuck is happening with that shoe? Come on, Avi. That's the new style. That's what all the kids are wearing. That's a really weird shoe. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, it'll, it'd be funny, like with like a ridiculous glamour, but I don't, I don't get the shoe on the the healer. Who did that? Um, Those they, are Yeezys, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dreadworm shoes. They don't even. The points don't even curl up. They're just like floppy, pointy shoes. <laughs> I don't like. That's what I said, Yeezys. But yeah, tank tank is good. Weapons are great. All right, what else do we have images of? While you fix the images real quick, the size. We got a mount, baby. Oh, that's cool looking. Is this, what is this from? Do you know? This is from Emerald Weapon. That might be actually worth doing. That's like a really cool looking dragon mount. Like, that's what I feel like. That wingspan is like what we should have gotten from those shitty dragon mounts that we got. I'm sorry, the shitty dragon mounts that we got from the other primals. I didn't try to get any of those because it looked like you were riding like a freaking sad baby dragon. That's like, why do I have to carry your fat ass around? Like, I just didn't care about those mounts to me. They weren't, they weren't like great. Hey, I like the L2 mount. Which one's the L2 mount? The little crafting dragon. That one's different. (laughs) That's not like a tiny, sad looking little thing that makes me feel like I'm a fat ass sitting on it. Like... I'm wondering how I can oh, fly. The one that looked like winded because you got on him. Yes. <laughs> See, <laughs> they just they were they were no. I wasn't fan. that, but that is badass. The color on that is cool. The horn on that is cool. 
Like, the character sitting on it looks a little bored, but that's just the Aura, and I guess the female Aura kind of look bored all the time. Chili says they all look big to you, but that's because you're freaking you. Little Lala. Little Lala. We got some minions. Oh, good. We were hoping that that really adorable looking Mickey Mouse ghost thing was going to be a minion. So it is. And then the other thing that kind of looks like a Lapras from Pokemon to me. It's a submarine. It's one of the submarines. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's that's. A, look, I knew a, a crafty kind of thing that you didn't. <laughs> um, those are different. That's you can have a submarine that looks like that that you send out on the submersible missions. I knew. I a guess thing. the other thing kind of looks like a Pokemon to me too. Yeah, are that, they just ripping off Pokemon now? But it's also like a Mickey Mouse thing with a ghost and like a Pokemon with a wand. Or is that a sword? It looks like it's kind of holding a sword. I don't know. That thing's definitely gonna murder you. Oh yeah, it's so cute. I can't wait to fight. You're it. gonna love it when it happens. I'm gonna too. feel bad when I kill it, but I can't wait. And to it's fight gonna make it. a sound like boo. It's a wand, like it's holding it like oh, it's a wand, but it's very pointy on the end, like it. And then the top has like the handle, like it's a sword. It this kinda... is the perfect wand to stab you with. Yes. Yeah, it does look like a Marill from Pokemon. Yeah. That's poke. Yeah, they'll follow the money. <laughs> Pokemon. Next, we're gonna. Ha- oh, didn't they do a April Fool's joke? Uh, Final Fantasy 14 Go when you were like a crafter and you took your phone and like hit oh, it against yeah, the yeah. tree. That was funny. That was pretty clever. Here's the the paintbrushes, Avi. It does not make sense to me. Who doesn't want to do this? Who doesn't want to play Splatoon? I, I That's literally them adding an animation to your character in the open world that they created for an instance. That's it. They're like, we've already got this. Let's give it to them as a new thing. Boom, happy people. That's what, what is this? What are they wearing? Yep. The, those shoes are... I don't recognize actually any of that gear. That's new gear. Ink Mage confirmed. That's the second time we've heard that today. Ink Mage, Bulge Mage. Those are the two new jobs we're going with. But they, there's also the characters wearing a ball cap, which I think you need to point out. We don't have a ball cap in game right now. It's a ball cap. We don't? No, we don't have a ball cap. And uh, the tennis shoes look kind of like high top Converse. So they're wearing a leather jacket. How, it's hard to tell on a Lala. Right. But it's a, and it, yeah, it's got a little chocobo head on the, on the baseball cap. Um, and, uh, it reminds me of 15 a little bit. They're wearing a little leather jacket with a mock neck, uh, turtleneck and then leather pants. And, but the, the big thing here is the, the tennis shoes, the high top tennis shoes and that are very like slim, clean lines, like converse kind of style. And then the ball cap with a chocobo on it. So. But yeah, and then yeah, the paintbrush. One guy's doing it's the little literally they just splatter paint on the ground like they're sweeping. That that's what the emote's gonna be. It's it's from Omega, right? Yeah, Omega? during that raid, you kind of just move your brush around. Yeah, they just like like they're sweeping it on the ground real quick, and then it disappears. Get the color. Yeah, it's not. Uh, chat saying there's gonna be five different colors available. Uh, that makes sense. It's the probably the five that were available in the fight. <laughs> I seriously don't think they created anything for that emote. They just went. Boom! Make it look like we're giving them more content. Did we actually hold the brush in that, though? I don't remember. Yes, we did. We did. But yeah, I guess that's the new uh, painter's uniform in uh, Eorzea. Ball cap. What do you call it? A mock turtleneck? Yeah, mock turtleneck. What's the difference between a mock turtleneck and a real turtleneck? Turtleneck goes all the way up to the chin, essentially. It goes up high. A mock turtleneck's about half as high. Shouldn't that just be called half a turtleneck? If you want to, but that's not what it's called. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, but yeah. Um, I 
think that was the last one to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Aurora says mock turtlenecks don't fold over. Generally, because they're already short. They're already, it's like fake. Mock. Fake. But it's half. Moving on. <laughs> this is way too much brain power. Um, so, yeah. I was excited about the gear for once, actually. But uh, apparently what I like, Avi doesn't like. Are you really surprised? We must have the push in the pool, the yin and the yang. Mm. Uh, so, really quickly, I know we're running a little bit long. Um there is a video uh, with the interview with Yoshida. It's not Wait, really... you're skipping my little, the thing you always like, make sure you give me a question. Oh, I get them all right all the time. I forget. That felt kind of loud. All right, Avi, teach me some lore. Or let me <clears throat> uh, let me regurgitate some lore for you, baby. This is a new question. Let me baby bird you. New question from KK McLeod. Oh, that's not a tongue twister this time. Better be good. Well, actually, it does a little bit, but not really. The singer for the Shadowbringer song, Asian. One Brings Shadow, One Brings Light, was also a voice actor for which character in Final Fantasy fourteen? A. Aimeric. B. Telegi Adelegi. C. Gaius Van Balesar. Or D. Raubon. Uh, first of all, I thought I was going to be a woman. <laughs> um, should, have, should have thrown a woman in there for him so what what was the name of the song one brings shadow one brings light it's a Shadowbringer song yeah, uh, do you remember Shadowbringer I, songs with women in them i don't even remember Shadowbringers. that sounds about right um as much as i enjoy the music i don't know the music so this one is going to be a straight up guess uh so bring in the shadow bring in the funk is that what it's called Yes, it's exactly it. And that's the name of this episode. Bringing the shadow, <laughs> bringing the funk. Um, shoot. Uh, what's the name again? Of what? Of the song. One brings shadow, one brings light. One brings shadow, one brings light. So the person that sang that is also the voice actor for Telegi Adelegi, uh, Raubon... Who else? <laughs> I'm trying to see if you'd get there. Amrick or Gaius Van Bilsar? Uh, I hope it's not Amrick. I don't really like Amrick. Um, I don't know. Maybe Gaius has an okay voice that could sing. See, I don't know the song, so it's going to be really hard. Going to be a straight up guess. I should have had a clip uh, to play for him. I was wondering if I should do that, but he's got the audio, so then it becomes like a whole thing. So, who? I mean, why would we bring back Telegi at Allegi? I feel like that's one to just trick me because I like Telegi at Um Remember, it's Shadowbringer. Well, no, but the voice. Yeah, he could have voiced any part. Yeah, previously. yeah, throughout. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go. I feel like Raubon's a trick one just to get me because I like Raubon too. I'm gonna go with. Gaius Van Belsar. Is that your final guess? That is my final guess. This time it is truly a guess. Your answer is wh- 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 wrong. It was <laughs> Raubon. Ah, god damn it. And Jason Miller, the singer, voiced Raubon in the OG A Realm Reborn English cast and was replaced with Nick Bolton. Jason Miller. Fucking should have been Jason Momoa. You ain't got that budget. Well, they they did back then, but they don't have Jason Momoa now budget. 
All right, you were talking about uh, a video? Uh, yeah, there is a video uh, that I watched. just came out a few days ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can bring this up. Um, it was... No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, you almost got a preview. It w- What am I trying to say? It's kind of an interview with Yoshi P, but it's more just like a talk with Yoshi P. It's Yoshi P just kind of giving his thoughts on his... You know, uh, you pulled up the video and no one can see it. No, I'm not trying to. Oh, show okay. It. Um, I just wanted to get the name of the YouTube channel. It's Archipel, A-R-C-H-I-P-E-L. And the channel in general seems to be interviewing or doing stories on Japanese game developers. Mm-hmm. And just Japanese culture in general. I saw that he had some or they had some on uh, like famous ramen places and the history of ramen and stuff like that. And they're all very well produced. And uh, I guess I can put this in chat. It will also be in the show notes. Um, but it was really good. So Yoshida is taking us through his life as a game developer from the very beginning all the way up through uh, Shadowbringers and his thoughts on gaming MMO futures. Um, one thing that I thought was of note was at the very beginning, he says he doesn't consider himself someone that can make a full innovative game from scratch. Hmm. He says, I can bring the base that someone else made to 100 or even 120%. That's right, but that's that's understanding your skill set. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with I, that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think that's an amazing skill to have. Like that's, a, that's something a lot of people can't do. So, I, yeah, I think that's really cool that he like acknowledges something like that in himself. Um, yeah, like Disco Cub just said it perfectly. I'm not a creator. I'm an editor. I'm a wonderful editor. Like... I actually have a like a friend who owns a salon and she has to send out newsletters and she's like, I'm trying to say this. And she sent every every time she needs to send one out, she's like, I'm trying to say this. And she sends it to me and I edit it for her. Like, I, I'm like, I get that. I get needing to fix a thing. I don't know. And it's much smaller, smaller scale. But Sanders yeah. Eagles Claw is saying, what does that pose for Final Fantasy 16? Uh, I was kind of curious about that, too. Um, Yoshida goes on to say that he kind of wants to do that he wants to prove himself it's a proving thing yeah he's never done it so he can't say for a so, fact that he can something that people do quite often though is not take a chance on something until they know they can do it yep because uh, it's not a chance you then. don't want to like give your chance to give yourself the chance to fail as well mm-hmm. so maybe he's always thought he's that person that can only bring well, someone else's work to it's life. not that he can only do that I, I think his fear is that he can only do that in a way but he's very good at that that doesn't mean he's also good at building a game from scratch we won't know that until he does yeah it. so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see what he comes up with 16 i'm excited for 16 because i want to see naoki yoshida doing his own thing yeah. i want to see what he comes up with i think he's a really creative guy i think uh even I think that even more so after watching this little talk with Yoshida. Um, so you're going to share the link for this in the show notes? Yes. Cool. Uh, so he goes on in the beginning of his career, in order to release the stories you want to tell, you have to convince your company to let you. Yep. Uh, so he started taking projects that other people didn't want. Uh, he would take on broken projects or projects with tight 
deadlines and he gained trust from the company that way that's like any any field like if you want to take on different projects you have to prove that you can do projects as a whole Mm -hmm. and so that generally starts with proving yourself which is grunt work so cool yeah so at that first company he was working on what his boss considered a children's game but yoshida had the opinion that fun doesn't have an age Mm. uh this should be fun for a kid this should be fun for an adult and it was that kind of butting heads at odds with that ceo that prompted him to leave that company that's understandable um so he worked with Enix before the merge is, was Square Enix. So wait, are you going to go through the whole video? I feel like this is something we should just, share for people to watch. Kind of like the main points. Okay, I didn't watch um, it. I was, I was, I don't know what I was doing. But I was, <laughs> I think I was sleeping when he watched this. So when he was taking the job for Square Enix, his old uh, CEO told him, uh, "If you told him to go, but if you go, climb the ladder and become an executive. Also, be sure to give me work." <laughs> um. So, and I think he really took that to heart and Yoshida's doing that right now. He's climbing the executive ladder. Yep. He's he's in charge of a lot of shit now. Um, and then he kind of, he just goes through his kind of career so far. He talks about A Realm Reborn, uh, how journalists thought they were crazy for rebooting it instead of like starting over from scratch. Mm. Um in Heaven's War, they wanted to add two new things, which was going to be swimming and flying because it was like a staple of MMOs. That is an odd thing but to I add at the same o- time. They only got one, though, didn't they? Did Heaven's War have swimming? I don't think we got swimming until Stormblood. You're making me wonder now. I think it's, I think swimming was Stormblood. Yeah, swimming was Stormblood. Uh, but something he realized during Heaven's War was that they were working people too hard. Yeah. And I think that's why we've gotten the reduction of some content. Yeah. Which is understandable. Right. You want to keep, you don't want to burn everybody out. Um, Stormblood was supposed to be a surprise in the fact that everyone thought we were going to Alamigo, which we were, but people weren't expecting Othard and the Eastern region. Yeah. But that was kind of a letdown surprise for a lot of people because it felt like we were, had built up this whole thing that was just didn't pan out. I, I my problem was I think they got too excited about the surprise with yeah. uh, Othard and Kugani and Alamigo f- felt like a bit of an afterthought. Yeah. I guess yeah, if it, if if both had been given the same care and consideration, it wouldn't it would have felt better, but we had the build up for Alamigo and then it was just like and now that we're done with that, we're going to show you the part we're really excited about even though you were really excited about that part. And so it was kind of a the expectation versus reality wasn't handled well. Yeah. And in Shadowbringers, they thought people were tired of the Warrior of Light, the Savior of Eorzea. So what about the Warrior of Darkness? That's actually just a Warrior of Light. How to flip the experience we've had so far. Yeah, that didn't really hit for me. I mean, I I loved the the Shadowbringers. The story of Shadowbringers was the best part of Shadowbringers, but... You're not a warrior of darkness. We were all hoping yeah. to kind of have like some morality choices that were going like to be they, teetering they, on like they good did and bad. A little bit of that, tiny bit. But you're still like you're the good guy. You're the good guy. Yeah. It's just that the war, like on this world, light means dark and dark means light, kind of thing. Like the roles are switched. It's just a di- it's a different world. And it, I don't know. It's they 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 again. Maybe that's a marketing thing, but they they hype it up to be one thing and then the delivery isn't necessarily what they hyped up. But the story was so wonderful that it was okay. Yeah. This one time. This time. And he goes on to talk about some of the collabs they've done. 
Um, he was also very impressed uh, going on to like a more recent time uh, of us dealing with COVID. He mm. was very impressed by in-game festivals when all the IRL ones were canceled in yeah. Japan. Yeah. Uh, he remembers going to a summer festival way back when, when he was playing Ultima online and it like brought back all those memories. Aww. He said they snuck into people's like festivals and stuff yeah. like that, that they had going on to watch cute. him. So that was cool. Um, he says one of the complaints about Final Fantasy XIV that he hears is there isn't enough endgame content. Mm. And he's of the opinion that everything in an MMO is endgame content. Yep. Um, one of the things... That's very apparent, in my opinion. Yeah. One of the things he mentioned was, as a kid, you have a ball and you have to figure out every day how to make that ball fun to play with. Mm. And he kind of thinks of the MMO the same way. And you kind of have to make your own fun. But that was something like literally just our last episode or maybe the time before, the episode before that I was mentioning that I have a problem with. Yeah. Because I don't play an MMO for that reason. I don't enjoy all of these other things as much as the adventure. The adventure is why I play an MMO and, and have not as much adventure content. And now that we're getting less and less end game adventure content. It's it's hard it's, to keep my attention. It's that you're not into making your own fun. You don't necessarily want to throw your own. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, you, know, you don't want to say you're, you don't want to spend your time planning an event. Like it's okay to do every once in a while, but it's not. I've done it. Well, no, I mean more like I don't want to collect cards. I don't want to play Mahjong. I, I don't think that's necessarily what he's thinking. It's not like using their game, the stuff in the game as they're expecting you to use it. It's making, literally making your own fun. What I'm doing with giving away all my gill so I have a reason to log in and make it all again. Like, Oh, see, yeah, for me, I guess the difference in that is if I'm going to do that, I'm going to like put that energy into like my house, like yeah. painting a room or something or baking a cake. I guess that's the difference in you and me. You'll do it in game and I'll do it IRL, I guess, if I'm going to do something like that kind of energy for me is better spent personally. And he uh, talks a little, about, little bit about the future of MMOs. He's not quite sure where it's going to go. Mm. He doesn't know what the next big leap is going to be. He thinks graphic standards are getting too high for MMOs. And like the worlds are getting too big where you can create this big, vast, beautiful world. But then you have to fill it with everything. And with the graphic standards so high, mm. um, it gets very hard to make it really feel full and come to life. Right. So I think everyone, if you're a fan of... Final Fantasy fourteen. If you're a fan of Yoshida, you should definitely check out that. Uh, I'll call it an interview with him. Um, it's very cool. Um, so that takes us to the community roundup partner, which I just was noticing that you didn't get any of the links I'd asked you to get for it. So I was trying to quickly grab these. <laughs> well, I got the Twitter. Um, <laughs> they actually just joined us in chat Yeah, I saw them in chat just now And they stopped by one of our streams Earlier in the week I want to talk about Aorzia Photography And uh, if you check out them On uh, Twitter They are at Photos of Aorzia And uh, It's like people who are A community that are really into G-Pose and mm -hmm. photography In Final Fantasy XIV so if you go through uh, their uh, Twitter, you can see a lot of amazing photos. And one of their most recent thing was where they do one of those things where it's like every day this month, post a screenshot based on this, this, this. Mm. this. And uh, so that's pretty fun to do. 
but yeah, they were very, very nice. Uh, love chatting with them. Uh, so go check out their Twitter at uh, photos of Aorzia. Instagram was Aorzia Photography. They're also on Twitch as Aorzia Photography and also YouTube Aorzia Photography. And I get that. I think the reason that the name had to be different on Twitter is because Twitter has an annoying limit on uh, characters, which I've recently found out too. So I'm, I understand having to adjust the Twitter name, which is a pain in the patootie. Or they just changed their mind. But welcome to the Final Fantasy XIV content creators. Can't wait to see what sort of a community you and guys create. It looks create. like they've been around for a while. <laughs> oh, well, it's the first we heard about them. So it's really cool. Yeah, and I love seeing all the photos. That was one of my, the funnest things when I submitted my picture for that latest contest. Just searching the hashtag and seeing all the photos submitted for it. Right. All right, Avi. Anything else to add tonight? Uh, oh, I guess we got a little bit of Twitter reaction. Uh, Broly489 said, just finished listening to episode 242 of She Heals, I think. I got pretty invested in the conversation about the different ideas for gill sinks that could be implemented in the game. I really liked what he suggests. Um, so much that I pondered my own ideas. I used to play a game called Wizard 101. Their premium store, the Crown Shop, was built into the game. The game offered various uh, different mounts ranging from $15 to $25. The shop also offered the same mounts on a seven-day lease for in-game oh. currency. What if they did the same thing for a single-seat mount for 250000 500000 for a two-seater, one mil for a four-seater? I think that's a great idea. That's a really I also fun think idea. That's a real creative way to let people test out a mount yeah. before they actually spend real money. Right. And I think you might actually get more sales that way. Uh-huh. Because there's definitely... Because it's showing it off in game. There's definitely people like me who are like, I'm not going to buy that. I'm never going to use it. But I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll try it out for a week uh, for a million gil or whatever. Yeah. And then there's a chance of me being like, god damn, I really like this amount. I miss maybe, that amount. Maybe I will buy that. That does make sense. Uh, so I thought that was a really cool idea as a gil sync to let people lease amount for a week um, I really like that, Broly. Good idea. I, I, I agree as well. I think it's a wonderful idea. And then uh, KK McLeod says, I don't think anyone could enjoy anything as much as Avi did for that forest penguin. That made my week. I don't that know. I, that, that thing broke me. That was amazing. I still love it. It still it doesn't it hasn't made me smile as good as it did that first time where I was like crying from laughter, where it was just like perfectly running in, into the, the freaking screen when Pete talked. But that goddamn, that was funny. That was that was good. <laughs> All right. See, we 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 skip a week and we get a longer episode. So that's probably what's going to end up happening because of the fact we'll have more content. Well, we're not going to have a live letter and patch notes every week. <laughs> this is true. Stop. You always I say a positive thing and you always go with the negative. Just stick on the positive. I got to be me. Yeah. So that is on that note. That's going to be it for that this episode. Beautiful note. As always, we've enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Be sure to hit that follow button so you'll know the next time we will be going live. And, of course, a great big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and on YouTube. Uh, you really are the reason we keep making episodes. And remember, wherever you do listen, it would mean a shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or a review. Or more importantly, tell a friend to check us out. Here with Vegan Pete, I am Avi Ale, and we will talk to you in two weeks <laughs> goodbye goodbye